This is what renting furniture with Feather looks like. Pieces that fit your style and your space and cost less than your monthly phone bill. Oh, and did we mention delivery and assembly included? Feather. Start renting at livefeather.com. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Andy Gillard. Hello. And we've got Luke Thompson. Hello. He's, he's back. Yes, back after um, after my ban yep. for swearing yep. on the so, last one. Yeah. So We, we relaxed the swearing. <laughs> yeah, right. the <laughs> we had a review. <laughs> it took, we had an like, independent panel. Yeah, so I, I had to go to uh, Fancast headquarters yep. for... Uh, a panel hearing, yeah, and it was decided that I'm allowed back on, which yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think you learnt your lesson. <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah, They'll be now yeah. swearing. Yeah. Well, swearing's allowed. Certain words probably yeah. aren't allowed. Yeah. Yeah. You well done. You you changed fancast rules from your discipline, basically. <laughs> well, that's what I'm here to do. I'm, I'm I'm here to to break through barriers, revolutionise. Yes, revolutionise yeah, yeah. boundaries. The podcast world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about that game against Cardiff and preview the two games coming up this week against Southampton and Brentford. Um, but firstly, right, firstly, the, the bit we want to do, we've talked about um, people listening in different parts of the world, which we found out that the Dominican Republic had a lot of listeners last week. Go Doms. Dominican Wolves. Yeah, Dominican yeah. Wolves, yeah. Uh, so we want to find out this time if there's any celebrities that listen. Now, by celebrities, I mean people who are in the known, I would say. I think pe- celebrities probably don't class themselves as celebrities, do they? Or people in radio and TV probably don't class themselves as People who've got a blue tick on Twitter, Basically. I-, I think. Yeah. Yes, okay. So we want to find out how many people of that world actually listen to the podcast. And it could be players as well, if a player decided to have a, a cheeky listen. You never know. Um, so this is what we wanted to do. If you're listening and you can tell us, we won't say who you are unless you want us to say that. So I'll email us podcast at wallsfancast.com and give us some proof. Don't just say, I'm, I don't know, Prince Charles. <laughs> and I listen. You've got to actually give us some, some kind of proof. Um, DM us on Twitter, at uh, WGFCFancast. Or if you're happy for us to say, then just, just tweet us and tell us. And then on other podcasts will go, a person who works in this line of work listens and we can all go oh i wonder who that was i know that there's an actor that listens ah an actor yes an actor. you'd know if i said his I, name i think yeah yes i know the actor shall we uh say the name no so we've said the name yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they'll never know <laughs> we could have said anyone we could have said it yeah so just let us know and we'll uh it'll be interesting uh, uh, i don't think wolves have got many famous fans though the only one I remember was the bravery who were a band back in like two thousand. They, be- they, they became Wolves fans, though, yeah, didn't they? Soccer AM. AM. Yeah. Soccer AM used to be good. Yeah. I think we all agree with that, yeah. do we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think they'll let you know, won't they? I would hope so. I'd like to find some random person you would never think yeah. listens. Like um like a Coventry City player or something. Who just wants to? Who? Oh, he's like a a, a boyhood Wolves fan. No, not even a Wolves fan. He's just a podcast addict. (laughs) (laughs) He just listens to podcasts all the time. Yeah, 
and he's just sent her off for Coventry. Oh, I've been listening since the 2013 days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Loves John Meek. Yeah. <laughs> Houses of John Meek in his locker in the dressing room. Yeah. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, so let us know. Anyway, um, we're going to first, before we get into the games, we're going to talk about striker situation because obviously Wolves are looking for uh, a new man up front and Jeff She, well, not Jeff She, but it was reported in the week that apparently Wolves are going to have um, a lot of money to spend on a striker and, and go against what the transfer budget, budget is at the minute. A lot of names sort of thrown out at, at, at the moment. Simon Gallagher being one, the guy from Porto, I can never pronounce his name. Abu Bakar. That one. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, so who do we think striker-wise well, could happen or who would you like to, what kind of player would you like to I see come in, in in that role with Mendes being there yesterday there's a lot of talk that it's 100% going to be a Mendes client so that's just putting two and two together I'm, I'm guessing well that seemed to be the sort of talk on, on the Twitter sphere so I had a look at Mendes' clients yesterday last night <laughs> to see that must have been a long list yeah it wasn't that long, actually. Some guy called Ronaldo? <laughs> well, I was looking through the strikers that he's got. Like Luke's going through his phone here as if he's got, you know, on Sky Sports have the big tablets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you look over, if you look over here, and I'm going to bring this over here. So, realistically, top of the list, Diego Costa. Yeah, unhappy P- at Chelsea. Possible, yeah. Okay, we're a bigger club than Chelsea, but I just think in, in the current climate... You know, I, I don't think he's going to choose Wolves for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah. um, then there's a few um, Andre Silva. No, okay. So let's go to ones that was realistic, ones I've never heard of. So sort of in that Helder Costa yeah. mould. Yeah. But they don't really um, don't really stand out. Let me just find one. It's nothing awe inspiring. Well, you got Oliveira, Oliveira, yeah. Oliveira yeah. from from Norwich. Yeah. I would take him personally. He had a good record yeah. last season. Did he get, was it 12 in 26? I think yeah. so, yeah. Something, Something like, like that, which, you know, that's a good record. You can't. Because didn't he have a crazy run of scoring, like, was it eight goals in seven games? Or yeah, he had a yeah. really, purple, but, really good purple patch. You know, so, sometimes you get strikers and, and they'll have a good season. And then it's. Mm, mm. But he started well again this season. Yeah. So, you know, you can't knock him. There's one, Hamad, Hamad Hassan, who plays for Braga. Possibly, mm. possibly, if we're going with Mendes being there yesterday and and it being one of his clients. It's funny well, how we just don't do scouting anymore. We just go to Mendes. Yeah. So who've you got? <laughs> just... But on the other hand, when when we're trusting Farewell and the scouts that he's hired, then the, that mm. makes perfect yeah, yeah, sense, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> you know, let's just bypass Farewell, Mendes. Who you got? Come yeah. on, open your contacts list up. Um, but yeah, if it is a Mendes client, unless it's Oliver, Oliveira, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce his name. Or Vincent. Oh. Again, I think so. I don't know anything about this guy. Bit, so. I've seen little bits because they were in the was it the Confederates Cup or whatever it was yeah. over the summer, the international tournament. And he does look like the kind of player who does get stuck in, can produce something for himself as well as feed off of other players. And I think that's the worries. If we just go and get an out-and-out number nine, they're going to be very isolated in the way that we play, where you're going to have all the other players dropping deep, mixing in. And if you've just got one person who's just going to stand in the middle, like Dico for me, doesn't really drift into the games. He doesn't move around enough. So I'd be worried that you're going to go for that type of player, whereas what bits I've seen of um, Abu Bakr and Oliveira 
they do tend to drop that bit deep mm-hmm. and link play up a lot better. He sounds like the buddy in Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he? Yeah. I mean, he he would be a phenomenal signing. Yeah. Whether we get him or not, I don't know. Mm. I think if we did, then you'd get your 20 goals. Easily. 20 goals. Um, what about sort of signing... I, I know you said about a, a striker who's not as mobile, but I, I would have Gallagher. I, again, I don't know enough of Gallagher um, to because he, he obviously was at Blackburn last yeah, season. Yeah, I mean he got eleven at Blackburn in in a poor mm. poor Blackburn mm. side, which you know that's not a bad return. Yeah. Um, and I just think if if you look, he's quite big, he's quite physical, and the delivery that Douglas has got, I think could suit a sort of big guy because mm. I think Douglas has got a very good delivery. Um, and as, as as well as that, he, I, I think he's the sort of striker that would link the play with the more creative players like Jota, I'm sure and yeah. Costa, Cab, who can hold the ball, hold, hold up, play, yeah, hold, fair, hold yeah. the ball up, um, so that so we can advance up the field an extra mm. ten or fifteen yards and then bring them into play. So uh, personally, uh, I mean, there is an argument to make. We don't have enough height in our team anyway, so. Maybe someone like those a bit more yeah, physical yeah, presence yeah. would help in both boxes. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think you've got they're the three I would be going for: Gallagher, Oliveira, and Abubakar. That would be the three. But it's, again, you it, it, you just don't know because we've had that many curveballs thrown to yeah. to us, like mm. like Costa. No one had heard of him. Even Douglas, even though he's British, who had heard of Barry no, Douglas? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, I don't think there was one Wolves fan who's like. Right, we need a left back. Let's go and get Barry Douglas from Kaiser Sport or mm. wherever he's come mm. from. Um, if Yotta, had mm. anyone? All right, he played. He did score against Leicester, but had anybody really thought? Yeah, he's a good player. He's. I've studied him. I've watched him twenty times over yeah. his career. Mm. I'm going to hazard a guess as to say no, no Wolves fan had seen him <laughs> play more than three times. And noticed him playing. Don't don't put that on Twitter though, because they'll be one. They'll be one. Oh, be one. Yeah. And I, I reckon even Ben Husbands might join you for that one. Yeah, but he's a cock, ain't he? <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but now now I've I've been thinking about it a little bit. Luke's been like saving this all <laughs> weeks. Finally, and, um, the striker situation for me, I'm still not even sure that that's our. Biggest concern. Do you not think it's been it's been the one thing in the last what, four windows really mm-hmm. we haven't sold? I think with the system we've got now, I think you've got the front three of at the moment Enabakare, um, Yota, and Bonatini. So mm. even when Dicar comes in, when Graham comes in, when um, Costa comes in, did I mention Cavalero earlier? I don't think did did I? When Cavalero comes in, I think that they're they're all good enough. That it would allow us to be a bit more fluid in the final third because they can all sit in that false nine position. They can all go out wide. They can mm. all interchange with each other. Um, my biggest concern is the centre of the park. I think we've got a beautiful partnership in Nevers and Sais at the yeah, moment. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic, them two together. One gets injured and he's out for six weeks. That's when then I'm thinking... All right, who's coming in for mm-hmm. him? Yeah, because you got Price, who is he, should, should do an okay job yes. in with the park. But then after that, you're struggling. Because Edwards you? isn't 
that's not Eddie's He's not going to be spraying no. the ball 20 no. yards, is no. he? Um, and obviously Conor Ronan came on yesterday to try and take that yes. place of Saison mm. but he hasn't really got the experience. I know he needs the time to grow into yeah, yeah, it, yeah. which is fine, but mm-hmm. I still, I would agree, I think we possibly do need another midfielder. Yeah, and, and, and that's the concern for me, because I think with those five or six players that I mentioned in in the more attacking positions, I think they will get your goals. You know, I think between them, they've all got anything between eight and 18 goals mm. so between them each. But the, the, um, that San, Santo, perhaps his style, he's relying more on midfielders with a false nine than going for your out-of-out striker. And perhaps yeah. getting an out-of-out striker is that way to um, appease fans who say we need a striker. Possibly, got- yeah. Possibly. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying let's not sign a striker. If we were to sign a striker, happy days, because the more you score, the higher your chances of winning the game. Um, it's just, I don't think it's as much as a concern as the central midfield options at the moment. That is, I just think if we, if you know, if, if, imagine if we got the news that Neves was out for two months and then mm. Sais is always good for a yellow card, isn't yeah. he, in a suspension? And, and put a tweet out joking about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was ridiculous. Oh, that was really ridiculous. Let's, let's put it in the Fancast Hall of Fame <laughs> and never mention it again. Well, even, even if it, you know, it come to December, Neves, all right, he's picked up a little knock. He's out for three or four weeks. Could miss six or eight games. Mm. Sice, he's got his customary five yellow cards in seven games, so he's missing a game. Yep. And then you, you you start in that run of two away games and a home game in a week with Price and Edwards as your midfield options. And then I just I could see us getting out of running games, and, mm. and that's why it would be a concern for me. Andy, what do you think? Striker situation. Bring someone in. Do we need them, really? I, I do think we need one. I do think we need another one because for me, Dico just—he's not the player he was. But I'd also agree with Luke that I think we could possibly do with another another name in midfield as well. I mean, let's just be greedy. Sign a striker and a central midfielder. Yeah. We're rich, aren't we? Yeah, we've, got, <laughs> we've got the money now. We can have who we want. Let's just hoard players. Like on, on like you do on Football Manager. Just do a Chelsea <laughs> yeah. and just yeah, use yeah. it as a money making scheme, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Um, but strikers. Abubakar, Oliveira, Sam Gallagher, that would be the three I would be chasing. Um, Benick, yeah, he'll get your goals. He's not likely to come back, though, is no, he, no. I don't think. And, no. and he has, did he start yesterday for Bournemouth? I don't know. He, he's just always on the bench, isn't he? When I, he did start I, against Albion, I think. He started against it because Defoe had a knock, didn't he? Defoe was on the bench yesterday, right. so he must have started. So it does make you think that even if he's not first choice because of Defoe, he's going to be at least second choice. Mm. So... He'd probably rather be second choice at Bournemouth than playing yeah, in the Championship, yeah. I'm guessing. I mean, I've I've heard crazy rumours as well. Um, I was talking to a Liverpool fan a couple of weeks ago, and he said, um, yeah, have you heard about Wolves? I was like, no. Well, yeah, obviously I support them. <laughs> but, um, no, what's this new yeah. team? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you're, um, you're after Origi on loan. I'd, I'd heard that. And I thought, what? Yeah. <laughs> But then that goes back to the talk a couple of weeks ago when, I can't even remember who said it, but there was talk of Wolves waiting until the Premier League registrations had been submitted. Which, would it make sense? I mean, are are we that brazen? I think think this is just the case of Wolves have got so much money, let's just link Wolves to any, not realistic, but maybe slightly realistic (laughs) player you could think of. 
But even if it is just Codswallop and crazy transfer talk, it's a lot more exciting than oh, yeah, yeah. being linked to Grant Holt. Grant Holt or little Reggie Smith who's played 37 games for mm. Carlisle and he's looking promising. <laughs> it's a lo- it is. It's yeah. a lot yeah, more yeah, exciting, yeah. isn't it? So, but I think a lot is- of the problem when you look on Twitter at the way that seems to drive a lot of rumours. I remember yeah. with the, the Andre Gray one. I remember literally seeing it was someone said, oh, wouldn't it be good if we'd got Andre Gray back? And then it was Chinese whispers and at the end yeah. of it, we've submitted a beat, <laughs> we're in contract talks, he's having his medical tomorrow. Purple monkey dishwasher, that yeah, kind of thing. It yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, we love Twitter, don't we? It's great. It's great. It's not what it used to be, but it's great. Yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely great. Okay, let's um, let's go on to, to the game against Cards for the weekend. Nuno Santo experienced his first defeat with Wolves with a two-one loss at Molyneux to Cardiff. Uh, in the second half, the goal started with Rules. Uh, Wolves equalised with Bonatini, but then, of course, the old Molyneux factor, former graduate Mendes Lang, uh, got the winner for Cardiff. The loss was going to come eventually. We knew that. Um, but Andy, was it the fact that realistically Cardiff were the better team at the end of the day? They had the better game plan, yeah, and we didn't know how to handle that. And I know that there's a lot to say about their tactics, and that they did bludgeon some of our players, it's borderline criminal, some of the challenges they put in. But we had no idea how to handle them, mm. and I think it's possibly because most of our players have all come from teams where they're going to be happy playing football rather mm. than mucking in for a fight. But I think they played the occasion much better than mm. we did. It was perhaps a reality check, really, for yeah. some of these foreign contingents that have come in that this is sometimes the realistic how what the championship is like. Yeah. Muck and nettles, isn't it? And this is game Sometimes. four. Game four of what? Thirty-eight, is it? Forty-six. Oh, is it forty-six? <laughs> <laughs> We're not in the Premier League. Just yet. I got on my holidays at game thirty-eight. <laughs> right, I'm done. Um, but yeah, Cardiff. I mean, they they executed the plan perfectly. Yeah, it was, it was from minute one. I mean, you could see that they penned Wolves in yeah, from the start, didn't straight they? away. They played it back. They got all the players on one side of the pitch and charged at us. It was almost like a rugby game, the way they kicked off their match. And that's pretty much how the whole 90 minutes mm. went, was very physical. The ref didn't help the situation. Oh, yeah. And I think me and Hoops will be discussing his uh, his registration with the bald community. Because <laughs> he was appalling. <laughs> but... I took one still... on, the, on the agenda. <laughs> yeah. Step forward, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he didn't help the situation, but neither did the Linos, because they didn't give anything the whole match. It was very much their looks to the ref, and if the ref didn't see it, mm. then nothing was given. Because there were several times where I thought, there's no way the ref would see that because of his position, but the lino should have got it. Mm. And it was time and again, and then we would do exactly the same thing to them, but we'd get called on it. So it was a very, very frustrating afternoon. But w- once we, ha- we had two purple patches, we rode the first half an hour against them, where they probably could have scored two or three off corners, which is another issue we need to sort. But once we had that purple patch, I thought, okay, if we should need to score here, we didn't. Came out for the second half, very lethargic. They got Mm. the goal. We had our second purple patch for another 15 minutes, and that was it. Because they really negated that kind of free-flowing football, liquid football, as it were, that we've seen in the last couple of games. And I think we all went there expecting, I know it's Cardiff, it's a tough game, given their results, but this should be fantastic. And they just kind of crowds us out yeah. straight away it, it was just sort of like a little kick to the ankle or mm. something that was that really should be giving us a foul mm. 
but you can see that it might not be given. And it was little things like that throughout the whole 90 minutes that just upset the players. Let's go to the goals uh, first. He rules his goal for Cardiff first. A bit of an easy one, Luke, do you say? Um, yeah, it's just a flat ball across the floor, isn't it? Yeah. And light runner, Dave Edward, Paul's goals-esque. And he's, just, <laughs> he's just rolled it into, into the far corner. Yeah. Um, he's been watching Dave Edwards the last season on yeah. DVDs. Could Rudy have done a bit better? Yes. I think he could have saved yeah, it. I yes. think Miranda was massively at fault. Yes. I mean, he, he jockeyed the player all that way. Oh, that's and then just, Bravo, wasn't it? Yeah, just jumped in and was nowhere near the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he the, looks like he's got a mistake in him. Yes, mm. I, I thought I he think, was going to be the the savior, but I think that might be Bolly. To be honest, that's what I when when we signed them both, I thought Miranda would be the one who would be solid, and Bolly would be the one who had the mistake yeah. in him. Mm. But it appears to be the other way around. I don't, yeah. you know. I think every every game fans are coming away saying this about Miranda or that mm. about Miranda. Not saying that he's a bad player, yeah. but just saying like there was that one lapse in, in comp- mm. concentration or there's he's going to take that bit longer. Yeah, dangerous. yeah, which yeah. is a shame. Um, I thought Bolly did alright yesterday in, mm. in general. So even when he was moved over to left back, he did you see that um, that chip he did oh, in the sick. first half? Yeah. <sighs> Beautiful. He just casually, just with the with the outside of his on his left foot, just chipped it over perfectly. This one player to Douglas, and it was just you'd watched it. Yeah. Gone. Can I just rewind that yeah, yeah. live? And it was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, then Wolves came back with uh, Bonatini. Yeah, the teeny Johnny on the spot, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah, good finish. He should. He might be one of those ones who is the poacher. Yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with having a fox in the box. Is it? Yeah. You know, it's a good good type of striker to have. Um, even if he's not putting in the best performances, if your striker's scoring, yeah, they're scoring, aren't they? Like, yeah, it, yeah, it is. Um, again, decent finish. Yeah, decent finish. Um, I mean, how many times last season did we have a ball in that position no, and yeah. there'd be nobody within six, seven yards? Not even David Edwards. Not even David Edwards. <laughs> not even Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still, as far as I'm aware, he's still got to get match fitness, mm. which is incredible. Yeah. I mean, was I, against Hull after about 60 minutes he was breathing out his rear end and yeah. same again yesterday he just looked so leggy and then the, the, the last goal Mendes Lang obviously had to be Mendes Lang but it was a nicely taken goal with fair play to him they could strike but again I don't know if Rudy could have maybe he just ghosted it didn't he yeah. straight through him yeah um, and it's the curse of the ex-player isn't yeah. it yeah Curse of the X, and he seemed to enjoy this. If you watch the celebration, he seems yeah. to enjoy that. Yeah. You would, though, wouldn't you? Imagine if a club released you, and then yeah. you <laughs> you would love it. Um, but I mean, fair play to Mendes Lang because he's 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 gone down. He went down yeah, um, yeah, the yeah. league, didn't he? So and he's never really seemed to set it alight wherever he's been. So fair play to him. Obviously, yeah. he's worked hard. He's knuckled down, got on with his with, with his. With his job, in because I'm sure, like back when we first were doing this podcast, we talked about Mendes Lang as we, we, you know, he's a hot prospect. He could come into the side. Well, that would make perfect sense. I mean, yeah. just look at the knowledge of the people that have been on the podcast <laughs> over the years. You know, yeah. we, we don't miss these things, no, Dave. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the game kind of petered out. Then we, we, you know, we tried near the end. There was a couple of chances. I think Dicko had kind of a half volley mm. that went wide, but then and then he had that shot on at the side netting, but. That was it. We just never got going never yesterday, which was no. frustrating. Um, but if you if you take these four games into a, a, a lump of four, 
nine points out of 12 against four very tough sides, especially, okay, you might not have imagined Cardiff at the start of the season doing so well, but you've got to go, that is mm. fantastic. You would have yeah. you would have been happily snapped that if someone said you can have that after game four. I think before a ball was kicked, I would have taken seven points mm. from these first four and saw that as quite a positive start. Mm. So to be disappointed that we've got nine, it's, it's weird. Mm. But, um, I think the fact is we all... We all got carried away after Derby and Hull because of how we were playing and mm. all these players, like you know, never scoring these wonder goals. We just thought, right, that's it, and that reality was going to happen eventually. And perhaps better to be the reality against Cardiff, who were top, than against Bristol City at home, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't win them all. It's a very, very long season. We're going to lose games. Um, you made a bold prediction on Twitter. Yeah, you? and I've. I've I've, just, I've reassessed it since. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're just caught in the moment. So, what what was your uh, your bold prediction originally? I think it was win thirty, draw ten, lose six, lose six. Because mm. in fact, it's in League One. You said at the start of that season we'll only lose five games this season. And I think you were we were bang on. I think we only lost at four, mm. four or five. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think we'll lose a bit more than six, um, but uh, I still can't see us. Yeah, losing a maximum of 10, 12, 12 maximum. I still think we're going to get promoted. Yeah. I honestly... And what, it, through automatics or, or playoffs? It's a difficult one. It, it, it all depends on how other teams fare, obviously, I know. But pre-season, from pre-season, I said we'll finish top four. And I'll still adamant that we will. We'll finish top four. 100%. Yeah. We will. And there's nothing anyone can do to change that because it's it's just something <laughs> it's just stone. it's just something that's happening. You know, my, my prediction was a bit bold. I was caught in the moment after the whole game. Uh, we will lose more than six, but we'll still get. Are we thinking here? No, we will thinking? still get a minimum of eighty-two points. Minimum eighty-two. I'm going to enjoy listening back yeah, to this. We'll, we'll, get a, okay. we'll get a minimum of 82 points. Let's talk about Neil Warnock, shall we? Because he's a man that really divides opinion, more so that nobody really likes him. <laughs> but I feel with Neil Warnock that if he was our manager, we would probably really lap up the character and personality. Is. It, it, from the outside, yeah. you hate him, but from if he was your manager, you'd be like... He's like Joey Barton. Yes. When he plays for your team, you love him. Play against him, and you despise him. A, a couple of comments he made after the game yesterday, um, in terms of some of the the chants to him yesterday, was I don't think I've ever been a banker. I think that's what they were calling me. <laughs> yeah, but again, annoyingly, if he was our manager, he'd be like, "Oh, that's quite funny." Yeah. That's quite funny. <laughs> um, and then this bit, I said to one of the young Wolves lads uh, on Saturday morning as I came out for an autograph, "You'll be going home disappointed tonight, son, won't you?" Um, then another guy, a big mouth, shouted at me. <laughs> <laughs> shouted at me, Warnock, you'll, you, you've got no chance today. And I said, well, come see me afterwards when I'm getting on the bus, will you, son? I bet he wasn't there. Was he there, Martin, Martin Danks? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's just a couple of little comments. Yeah. But again, he's one of those people who I just think if he was a Wolves manager, you'd be saying he's, he's great with some of those comments there. But from the outside, no, he's not a, not a nice person. No, he's it's a bit of a smarmy prick, isn't it? Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> I think you've hit the nail on the head. You know, there's not very much more. Trying to be as PC as possible. That's the uh, yeah, the best one. He's he's like a a championship Sam Allardyce, mm. but he's good at what he does. Annoyingly, mm. he will get teams 
up there, at least you know, yeah. around the playoff areas. But he's proven this is very much his level because yeah. when he's made that step up, he's always had to take a step back straight away. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh well. Very hard to like. Yes. But once you crack that shell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all in all, uh, actually, no, before we, get, we finish Cardiff, Mendes to say, was was that Cardiff? He was at the game, Mendes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nicely tanned up, mm-hmm. I thought. Beautiful, beautiful time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to know that he's... He's coming to the games. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not like a pet project. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, he, never he must... He's checking in on his investment. Yeah, yeah, so he must have some sort of interest in the club mm. and well yeah obviously he's yeah. sending his players here but he doesn't have to come does he mm. you know he could go to the Bernabeu got... the Etihad but he chose but he chose more than you. you I'm sure he's got plenty of scouts who could come along and just yeah yeah, yeah. do you think he's done like a tour of Wolverhampton do you think he's uh, taking some of the cultural sites yeah. into our fair city yeah, definitely. Where, where do you think he'd like to go to? Where do you think he's he's probably visited? I, I think he's been drunk on a Friday night, sat on the man on the horse. Yeah. I can yeah. just imagine him doing that. <laughs> and just I'm, riding This the is horse. my city. <laughs> I can imagine him putting lots of fairy liquid into the fountain outside St. Peter's Church. Yeah. <laughs> like the rascal he is. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> I am Jorge Mendez. <laughs> he can do it. He does what he likes. He does, but, yeah. People think it's a negative relationship but for me I think it's positive with some of the players he's brought in we never would have dreamed no, no. of putting on a wolf shirt or being able to see and and people say oh he's a cancer of football is this he's ruining wolves is that any of that but surely wolves is just a little small project for him you know he's got bigger mm. fish to fry than it's dropping the ocean when yeah he's like links, you know atletico and the likes i mean he he broke the deal for man city's goalkeeper didn't he edison 43 million mm. so a little loan deal for willie bolly it's you know it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, like he's yeah. doing it to try and ruin the club because if he re- we we don't pay his mortgage it's the man city deals that pay his mortgage yeah. he's doing this do as a favor mor- do you think he has a mortgage because surely if he's earned so much money now, he can pay it off straight away. Yeah, I, I reckon know. he's just got like a dozen or so um, suitcase, uh, not suitcases. Super houses? Yeah. Super villas? I reckon he's just got loads of that, and there's just like a Scrooge McDuck-esque vault <laughs> in each one of them. <laughs> and he just, just filled swim, with coins swims. and just dives <laughs> <laughs> I think he perhaps gets lots of like dollar bills and has recreated his own crystal maze. <laughs> and he just start the fans and he just grabs all yeah. this money I'm not getting out of here like, have not... you saw the new Crystal Maze yeah I, li- I, I liked yeah. um, oh, um, Richard Aowardy Ay- 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 that's yeah. it I liked him well, I liked Stephen Merchant one. did you see the Stephen Merchant one no the I only saw the first two episodes so far but I like uh, I want to go to the Crystal Maze experience you can do in uh, Manchester and mm. London you can actually do it would you go on the Crystal Maze Uh no, because I just embarrass myself mm. on national TV. It, I'd, I'd go to the experience so I can embarrass myself in front of no people, really. <laughs> but when you was a child, though, did you just really want to go into the Crystal Dome? I thought we were going to go one further then of something that I did actually do when I was a kid. What? Did you we, go in on Funhouse? No, because you might oh. be amazing. <laughs> you like pretend you're in the dome, so you pretend to catch all the. How did you no, get the money to no. fall? Huh? How much money did you have as a child, Dave? No, as in, like, you just pretend... <laughs> was this a, a playground game? Yeah. Like, you so you just stand in the living room, just grabbing thin air. <laughs> 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 
or Monopoly money. Yes. That'd work. Yeah. I think our playground game did, was well, Did you like get your sisters to lie on the floor with fans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Portable heaters, just... Yeah. We need that to heat out. <laughs> but I, I always wanted to go in the yeah. Crystal Dome when I was a child. Yeah. I just I think, think it was so much fun. Really. Yeah. Fun house... Uh, finders keepers just to literally wreck a room mm, that you could yeah, for no yeah. reason. I'm not bothered to finding this small golden ticket. I just want to wreck He's, the room. Who was the guy who did finders keepers? Toby and Toby and something Stace. Smith. Toby and no. Was no. it Toby Elsis? Oh no, it's, it's Dave Phillips or something. No, like that. was it Dave Benson, Benson Phillips? Dave Benson was Phillips. It, did was it he, he moved? He did keepers? get your own back. Didn't he? Is that, Is that when he could? Yeah, yeah. Could yes. the teachers oh. and stuff and the parents. Who who agrees to do that as an adult? Re, if you look back at that show. Who agrees to go on TV to potentially be? I mean, I've seen. Do you see what? I've seen... Yeah, but if your son, let's say they've got the same. Do you see what I mean? Like yeah. who? Unless they're getting paid by the BBC at the time to come and uh, and do the show, why are you going to go? Oh yeah, this will be a nice day out for the family. <laughs> you know? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Finders Keepers was. They had a studio audience, didn't they? And it was like a mocked yes. up house. Yeah. Like, and you could just see. Yeah, into yeah, it, yeah. and you just wreck the room looking for yeah. half a goal. Bet that until then. Yeah, that was a good one as well. Our, our TV was the best. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the greatest. Do you ever remember? Um, Let's forget Wolves. Was it live? Nineties <laughs> TV. Live and kicking, or yep. it might have been the one Anton Deck did, and you had to phone up, and there'd be like an arrow on the screen, and you mm. had to shoot the ducks. And on the phone, you had to go like up, 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 oh up, yeah, up, up. Yes. Left, 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 right, 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 dead, 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 shoot, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? That was probably Live and Kicking. They did loads of ones mm. of those. And I always remember, on Live and Kicking, people used to send their crisps in. They was looking for, like, the largest crisp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> people. Well, how, how did they package the crisps so know. it wouldn't break? I don't know. Because imagine if you were in the sorting office, you'd be like, oh, Live and Kicking, just scrunch it up, <laughs> yeah. chuck it in the back of the van. And you could have had the UK's largest crisp. But by the time it got there, it was just broken into... Multiple shit crisps. <laughs> and they're, they're like in the office taping it together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, apparently. Bring find, it back. Find Send in your there. big crisps. Give your address out. <laughs> Fancast, fa- PO Box <laughs> 678, Fancast HQ. Send in your largest crisps. Or tweeters. That's probably easier. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tweeters. It is, tweeters. That's the new thing. It, now. It's 2017, yeah. So <laughs> get your camera phone. And send a picture to at WWFC Fancast. Hashtag Fancast Big Crisp. <laughs> Hashtag Fancast Big Crisp. And let's find Wolverhampton's biggest crisp. <laughs> Neil Buchanan was the finder's keeper. Oh, yes. And Fantastic artist. He came back in 2006, apparently. Of course. Jeff Brazier, but I don't know who that is. So. Do you remember um, Art Attack? And he'd be doing all the stuff on the floor, and you'd be like, what the fuck, Steve? <laughs> Even as a seven year old, you'd be like, what the fuck's he doing? And then it would go up. In the sky, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, he's made a <laughs> minibus with <laughs> toilet paper up fans traveling down the M5 to Bristol." <laughs> that is, am- and he's made it out of shit and feathers. That's <laughs> amazing. Oh, oh, I love this. Can we do the biggest Chris? If people want to tweet <laughs> the Chris, honestly, oh, honestly, fa- hashtag fancast. Big crisp. Yeah. We're going to have it, honestly. <laughs> it's the best feature we've ever done. So all in all with Cardiff, it was a defeat, but we've got to realise it's game four. It's a very early days. Mm-hmm. The defeat was going to come. Yeah. And I guess, you know, we we wanted to go top, you know, obviously, and, and, and continue this free-flowing football. But perhaps better to have learned this lesson now so then we perhaps learn for it in the future. That's probably a poster, yeah, isn't it? But, yeah. But, but, that's but, what even what Nuno said, is that it's a lesson learned. Yeah. 
with any defeat. Yeah. You have to make the mistakes and then see how you bounce back from them. As a coach, what would you uh, what would you say? What would you say at full time, Luke? Well, a, you know, I, I, I coach kids in year three at school, so I just have to say, did you have fun? So I would have said, did you have fun? And they would have said, yes. I said, well, it doesn't matter that we've just lost 75-0 then, does it? <laughs> as long as you've all had fun. Now, as a coach, I'd say it's there's still 41 games to yeah. go. Don't worry about it. You know, we'll win more than we lose. Put in. As long as you put in that 110% every week, the rest will look after itself because the players, man for man, We've possibly got the best squad in the league now, man for man, pound for pound. We're pound for pound champions of the championship. So, but now, as long as as long as the players apply themselves correctly yep. every single week, we'll win more than we lose. Mm. I mean, we're the best, one of the best footballing teams, as has been said by in the world. Everyone we've played so far, mm. have all said what a good footballing team mm-hmm. we are. And there aren't going to be many who are going to try and just fight rather than play. And I think if we two teams playing football, we're going to win the majority and of them. As well, teams are going to come to Molyneux and trying to uh, and try to rough us up and come with rough airs tactics. But you'd like to think that we'll have a referee and assistant that are man enough yeah. to handle the occasion. Because, which which it didn't seem like well, that was yesterday, was it really? No, he was shambles. a very, very weak referee. Mm. He's and the one, d- apparently, who sent off um, Iorfa first game of last season against Rotherham for such little contact when there was a covering defence yeah. and he let some of those challenges ride yesterday so he obviously it just hates shows Wolves. the inconsistency yeah, it's of a referee yeah. awful oh well we end on that note well let's go to uh, midweek then Wolves in the Carabao Cup is that hey, I can never Carabao Cup yeah. second round Wolves for some very strange reason due to ceding away to a Southampton on Wednesday night, so um, hands you know up for those brave souls going all the way to the south coast on a Wednesday night. Uh, second round, how do you treat this game really? Do you see it as an opportunity to play some of these flair players and see whether we can um, match the likes of Southampton, or is it just a case of give some of the the, the second string a chance, and if we get knocked out, really it's, it, it's not a bother. How, how would you how would you like Wolves to go? Can I this? just stop you there? It's pissing it down, Ryan, and you've got washing on the line. So how would you assess <laughs> this game? Um, me, personally, I'd go for a bit of a mix. I wouldn't play a team, not as weak, That's, but I wouldn't play, against Yov, we played the second string mm, effectively, yeah. didn't we? I'd probably go for a little 50-50 split. Um, because it would be good to test ourselves against Southampton, and see how we get on against a, a good Premier League mm-hmm. team. Um, I'd imagine their team would be fairly weakened as well. Yeah, they'll play a second string. Um, so, I'll, yeah, I'd use it as a good test, as a, as a marker to see. I think if you'd have asked me that question before the weekend, I would have agreed with you. But I think a few players possibly need a bit of a rest. Mm. I mean, you saw Douglas with that... Um, yeah. oxygen yeah, sock yeah, yeah, thing yeah. on that he was wearing I think there's going to be a few players who've probably got a few bruised ankle bones mm-hmm. and what have you so it might be just worth giving them a few days to recuperate mm. yes yes it's even, it's I mean, a free hit though isn't yeah, it yeah it's a, it's yes. really... it is it is um, it, their, their, their manager Pelo, Pellegrino is it or because every time I heard he was like an out I thought it was Pellegrini the um I don't, I, Man City manager, I, but their manager is named Pellegrino. I don't know. I think it is, yeah. yeah. I think that's how it's pronounced. Which I've never, I've never heard this guy before. And they won, they they beat West Ham, didn't they? Um, 
3-2 despite West Ham having a man sent off he would have been annoyed with that they were 2-0 weren't they yeah. well. when was it a yeah. penalty that won them the game Charlie Austin penalty right at the death I don't, I don't know, know if it was a penalty but I, I we've done our research as usual possibly I'm, I'm sure it was a Charlie Austin penalty but look you know you look at the model of Southampton that is what you want to now emulate with Wolves really you know they, they you know they're, they're similar to us they went down to League One mm -hmm. double promotion and when they got rid of Atkins I remember everybody was like what are they getting rid of Atkins mm -hmm. for um, Pochettino comes in you know, again I've not never heard of him at the time and then they just went up and we know we've got combing in and but last season I'm sure they came seventh they got to the League Cup final, and I'm sure Southampton fans can correct me, but they they saw that as a, a poor season. There was a mm. lot of complaints. Or they didn't like because um, yeah, it Pule or yeah Pule, and yeah. I just think seventh in the Premier League and a League Cup final. What is not to be happy about mm. that? Unless now the expectation for them is they want top six. But I'd be, I'd be very happy getting something yeah. in the Premier League yeah. and maybe a cup final. I, I, I don't mind Southampton as a club. I do think they seem to try and do things the correct way. And the way they bring the youth through yeah. as well is mm. absolutely fantastic. Well, look at the record, though. Bale, yeah. Walcott. Um, Oxlade Chamberlain. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. That Ward Prowse looks a oh, yeah. real player. Quality. Yeah. Quality. Lallana. Yeah. Mm. You know, you, <laughs> Andrew Sermon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They've, they've produced some real quality. It's just a shame that you get these so-called bigger clubs who haven't got the sort of talent to produce players of that quality themselves at the field that can just go and then poach from from teams like Southampton who try and do it correctly. Um, but yeah, they've done things the right way. The, the, you look at them now and you do think top eight, top yeah, ten team. Exactly, yeah, exactly, um, okay, yeah. I can't believe they're complaining. League Cup final... Mm. So that's the perception those. I've got, yeah, you know. From you see, yeah. but you know, I just think, I just thought it was odd, really. You, I mean, it's... in my in, in my mind, it's probably not the same. It's it's if it's if we were in the Premier League and Lambert had got us that, that same mm. thing. So, but then people just didn't like Lambert. Mm. Do you I'm see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It, I wonder yeah. whether it's just that they Space went from Coleman, his fantastic manager, to pure that I, I don't know whether again many people and it was more. I liked it when we had the the big yeah, name, yeah, yeah. not the yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure I heard that they went seven goals without seven games without scoring at home. Well, last season, I'm presuming. Yeah, I'm sure that actually happened, and I'm not making it up. And when they scored against West Ham at the weekend, that was the first time they scored at home in like seven or eight matches. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm, I'm going to have to check that because, but I'm certain that actually that would happened. explain why they didn't feel an affinity towards Pure. Yeah. Check. But with Southampton, while while Luke's doing this check, any I, I don't, well, Southampton might put a reserve team out. It's it, it's an I'd, odd I'd one fully to call. expect them yeah. to. You know they've got another match coming up to the weekend. Mm. And I, I don't expect them to have many stars out. What kind of team then would we like to see uh, Wednesday? I think Norris. Norris, Norris will start. Goal. Yeah, yeah. I think after Rudy's performance yesterday, I would like to see uh, Norris giving a, a, the nod. I think he might start Bolly. Yeah. He started him against Yeovil, didn't he? Bolly and Bart. Bart will be in there, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, he obviously likes to play with three at the back, mm. so. Yeah, he's probably going to keep that same. I the would three, the, the, what, so. the three, is it three five two? Is it? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. 
Yeah, so then you're probably looking at someone like Graham might be mm. starting at fullback. Um, but Graham wasn't even in the the team sheet. No, he was which was interesting. I don't think he, he was, was an against injury. Hull, but yeah. he didn't yesterday. And obviously, um, Edwards is injured. Yeah, the minute, unless he comes back, so he may be out yeah. as well. So I mean, he might be looking at Price and Rowan in the middle. Mm. I would be surprised if he played both of them. I'd expect him to play maybe one of them. Yeah, and probably Sace. And then, although we yeah. say he did get a bit of a smack and looks a bit leggy yesterday, yeah. so. And then there's also um, you. You would presume Dico will start at front as well, rather than I would have thought. Th- then so. Bonatini. Bonatini looks like he needs a rest yeah. day anyway. And then but he'll be on the bench because we've got no one else. Yeah, to... and it's people like Neves and, and Jota, and mm. um, unless he starts Cav, you know, Cavalera because he hasn't started him yet. So has Luke found that stat? It was their first goals at home in seven matches. Wow, incredible. Mm. So that was the seventh match on West on Saturday, and and the score. So, so what, six score. while you were checking that, Luke, we were team for Wednesday night. How would you uh, how would you differ the team? Oh my God, would you kind of have just the second uh, string, or would you mix it up a bit, or try and go full hog? Th- yeah, so Norris and goal. I'd bring in Bennett. You uh, forget about Ryan Bennett, don't you? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's incredible, Bennett. Horse, bath. Uh, Is Harry still injured or what? We I don't know. Seen yeah, no, anything of it. No, I've not heard. Right. Maybe he's working on his album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's that German right back getting on? Or he's still injured. Is it? Mm. Afozu AA? We'll go with no, yeah. Phil. Who could Phil. go right wing back if you don't play Doctor? Graham. Yeah, alright, stick Graham in there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Left wing back. Vinaigre, yeah, yeah, and then the middle, like you said before, that's, that's yeah. A tough I mean, one, I'd definitely it? play Price. I'd want to wrap Nevers and Sice up in Cottonwall. To be fair, mm. <clears throat> so I'd probably go Price and Rowling and go for the shortest midfield pairing in the history of football. Oof. And then I'd go Dick Holt top. I'd give Bright another game. And, yeah, I think um, he, need, he needs more games, doesn't he? And Cav, give yeah. Cav a start. Zyro. No, I presume he's going to go out alone. I think I think um, Santo made some kind of comments yeah. in the week to say that he, he needs more games. Would you Would you give him a go here just to give him a game? But although does that give a give a cup tie thing or is it pointless? Really, does it really matter if he? I mean, to be fair, whoever goes out on loan to, they're probably going to be knocked out of the league cup by the third round anyway. Yeah, this is what I mean. So I just yeah, wonder whether uh, why not give yeah, him a. You could You'd probably find it'd be a foreign loan anyway. Yeah. I'd imagine, and you may as well give him a go because if nothing else, it puts him in the shop window. Yeah, gives exactly. a chance for someone to which see. Which is is sad, really, you know, because what he's only played about six matches, six hasn't matches, he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was a real breath of fresh air when he, mm. when he first came. Was it against Fulham, wasn't it, that he scored two in like twenty minutes mm. on his debut? Yeah, incredible. So it's going to be odd, really, for Wednesday night because you just think, really, Southampton away. That seeding was odd. bizarre. I to say that Villa were in the north and we were in the south. But as, as far as that's never happened before, as in like they've not done the seeding in the early rounds of the League Cup, it's just been wherever. That's what I mm. thought. It's, it's the no, making is a mockery, it because of West Ham and someone else can't have a home game? Yeah, West Ham is that and the Newport. Only, Newport. Mm. Is that the only reason they did that? Mm-hmm. Or, right, okay. But then, did because I heard that we would be seeded if certain teams Grimsby beat Derby. Or they decided not to seed Grimsby and Derby because it got abandoned, didn't it? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So surely, because we're not seeded, if what I'm saying is correct, 
They then chose to seed Grimsby and Derby. Now, I'm not sure who they've got in the draw because I haven't really looked. Have they played that game? No. So, how funny would it be if they then seeded Grimsby or Derby over, over us, yep. not us, over <laughs> us, and then Grimsby went and beat Derby? Because then Grimsby yeah. would be seeded uh, for right, the second yeah, yeah, round yeah. of the cup. <laughs> it's such a yeah. Mickey Mouse cup. It is. Yeah, it it's, is. It's, it's, it's making a mockery of it. It's a great competition as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you said to me, pre-season... Uh, by the way, Wolves going to get to the final of the League Cup. I'll be like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait. It, it, it is a weird one because at this point of the season, you are a bit like, oh, I'm not, I'm not. If we get knocked out by Yeovil, for example, oh well, doesn't matter. But when you get to the quarter final, you are like, right. Yeah. Because mm. it's, it's, it, I still find it annoying that the FA Cup semi finals at Wembley. Yes. It should not, but yeah. that's what's so great about the League Cup is you are going to Wembley for the final. It's that special yeah, occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the two leg semis as well. Yes, I like yeah. that. It's one of the yeah. cups that the big boys don't really take seriously, so yeah. anyone can win it. So yeah. Until, though, until they get to the court final <laughs> when they think we could win a trophy when the season's yeah. probably going to be dreadful, mm-hmm. then at least we can yeah. say we won a trophy. Yeah. Like Man United last season, Mourinho would have just said, well, won the League Cup, won a trophy, yeah, won yeah, the yeah. season. Yeah. Um, it's early days of it because it's Sunday of recording, but let's do some predictions uh, for Southampton away in the second round of the Carabao Cup. That's at St Mary's Stadium. Um, Andy, oh. I'm going to come to you first with your gift of foresight. I think we might... Oh. I think the match is going to end in a draw. I think oh. we might get to penalties and then it's toss a coin. Yeah. We'll win on penalties, so... Oh, look at that. Yeah. A confident. penalty win. Luke is impressed. I think it will be a very, very boring tie. Yeah. We'll lose 2-0. And Southampton will score in the 23rd and 67th minute. Oh, pretty better. You know, them boring guys where it's just so routine. It just gets killed mm. off by. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. 3 um, 1 Southampton. I just can't see it. It's just going to be, you're going to be following it on Twitter, and then you'll see we're 2 0 down after half an hour. Thought, okay, well, I'll just do something else. Yeah. We know what's going to happen. Yeah. Be a nice, spirity goal from Bright or something, you know. <laughs> oh, well done, son. You got it. You got your goal. Um, so we'll see second round of the Carabao Cup but we um, then go back to the league next Saturday Wolves take on Brentford away some good memories and bad memories of Brentford over the years obviously league one days that was it a 2-0 two, two win against Brentford or 3-0 win oh we scored that goal didn't we it when? Was a oh the belt from the, um, the throw in for yeah. Goldborn and Sacco yeah. Yeah. and then we've had a, a 4-0 defeat there in the past as well is that when Jacket was walking off clapping the fans like that <laughs> Do you Luke, Luke, Luke is minding a really quiet laugh. Like, Don't you remember he walked? No, off yeah, like... no, no. It was um, that was the second the season after that. I think I think we've not really done that well since no. that three 0 win. But I do know the one because Stu mentioned it on the podcast. And that's when some it's the, the Merry Berry story. I forgot what the quote was. Oh yeah, did, that was the season before last. Yeah, I think where Stu did somebody talking about Mary Berry in the yeah. crowd. That was really good. <laughs> yes, I remember, <laughs> yes, I remember that one. Yeah. Um, now Brentford are bottom of the league. Mm-hmm. Had the best start of the season. They've only they've only got one point, which is a draw. But if you kind of look at the results, most of the, the games are are quite close. So uh, open day lost to Ipswich. Who again? Ipswich joint joint top. Yeah, they're doing yeah. it with Mick. Mick came up with a great quote um, the other day. About saying somebody said no, you and Warnock are... didn't they lose to Brentford on the Sheffield United on the opening day. Or Ipswich, no Brentford. Yeah, so I'm just, yeah, no, 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 Brentford lost to Ipswich opening day. Did they? Yeah, mm. I'm right. Uh, oh no, sorry, I've looked at the, the results backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah. So Mick came out with this thing of all oh, look at these us dinosaurs uh, top of the league. I better 
um, get my iPad out now or something like that. Yeah, but we're so. four games into the season, yeah. Mick. Come on, get a grip. It's Mick, though. Yeah. Come on, we had some good memories. Here's a twat, though. <laughs> Did you call him that when we uh, got promoted? No, I actually called for his head when we got promoted. Because that should have been the day he went. When, as soon as the final whistle went against Doncaster, yeah. he should have gone. Do you not think Blackburn, when we lost, but stayed up? But yeah, it, Blackburn But he shouldn't have been there anyway. If were we, you really thinking that? When I we honestly got was. Honest to God. Honest to God. <laughs> he did well that first season. Was it 15th we yeah. finished? I mean, he, he had a good year, but that, that second so year... So everybody was celebrating peaked. and you were there. Cross I, I, I refused no. to wipe my flag. Mick out. So the loss to Sheffield United opened today. Only 1-0. Um, they lost uh, 4-3 at home to Nottingham Forest. Drew with Brentford... Uh, Brentford. <laughs> Drew with themselves. <laughs> Drew with Bristol City at home to all and then lost it Switch of the day. 2-0. Uh, There's been a bit of a... Um, a tricky team of they obviously last season we had that great comeback the 2-1 win in the last 10 mm. minutes one of those games where you just felt if we'd lost that game this could be it now <laughs> we, could, we could be going down um, but with the league then do you go back to do you stick to the same team that that we would have played in previous weeks we haven't changed the side have we since? No. no league has been the same team for yeah. all of them I would go with that team again possibly ship Bright out for Cav because Cav had an absolute stormer against them mm. last time at their place. So maybe that might be a, a reason to bring him back into the fold. Cav is always a, a sub, though. Even mm-hmm. since Senga days. I know we, we had this conversation before on the podcast, like, why is he not starting? But he seems to do so much better as an impact sub than a starter. I don't know whether people mm. have just picked that up now. I... Yeah, maybe. So, yeah. Do you think Wolves will be able to play more with their free-flowing football against Brentford? Because it's away. And I think Brentford, Brentford tried to play football. Yeah, as well. they're a footballing team. They they do move the ball quite nicely. I just think Wolves have less pressure when they're away. Yeah, and we kind of seem a bit more relaxed, and we're more kind of we're going to show the other team why we're so good. That kind of, you know, that's me being PC now. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a good game to watch. I yeah. think it'll be a good game to watch. Mm. Um, tricky place to go, Brentford, and annoyingly, since we got promoted, we've never finished above them in the league. Really? Mm-hmm. It's really annoying. Oh, yeah, because they got in the playoffs, didn't they? Yeah, Just above us yeah. that first season. Little stat for mm. you right there. Never finished above Brentford. And the other sh- good thing about that is that the minute that Jota, who, their Jota, he seems to have had his head turned. Mm. So that might be a decent, place, decent the, time to play him because he's a, he's a handy player, he is. The Jota derby. <laughs> yeah. The derby El Jota. Because we were linked Jota with him. Jota. <laughs> we were linked with him again. He was yeah. another of the forwards who was um, on okay. our radar, apparently. Well, when we signed Jota, somebody put in, I think it was a WhatsApp group, Worry, Wolves have signed Jota. And I was oh, like, we, oh, we all thought it was... I was like, oh, my, what a signing. <laughs> <laughs> and then it wasn't until about an hour and a half later. <laughs> like, oh, not Brentford Jota. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. so it, it, it is going to be a, a difficult game. And the problem is, this is Sunday we're recording now, so this is very much in you know Into still future, got a good yeah. six days to go before. Yeah. This game. I mean, we could have signed Diego Costa by the time this goes out, but I'd, I'd be more than happy with a draw. Yeah, yeah. And Andy, thoughts on that? I think we'll win. Yeah. I, just because I think <laughs> they're going to want to right the wrong of yesterday's performance, and I know Brentford are going to have the the tails up because they're going to have the home support and they want to put right the fourth because they were at home weren't they the 4-3 loss against Forest yeah so they're going to want to try and do something for that and they need that first win 
yeah, don't they? But... Which annoyingly will be Wolves probably, knowing how it works. That, that does tend to be yeah. our MO, doesn't it? But no, I think we'll beat them. So no changes. Uh, free phone football. Anyone from Brentford apart from Jota at all that we're aware of that could be could pose a threat. Luke, you have a fountain of football knowledge. Um, oh God, what's their striker called? Which one? <laughs> You tell me and I'll tell you. Who's that striker called? The one that scores a lot. <laughs> I'm sure his surname's got like four letters. So we're looking vibe. for vibe. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the team. Yeah, vibe. Alan Judge. Yeah, he's supposed to be quite. A, or was a good player. Yeah, he? still. Lassa Vibe. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Sounds like a proper FM uh, <laughs> yeah. Regen, doesn't yeah. it? But that's how they sign the players now, isn't it? Yeah. By Regens. <laughs> yeah. Effectively, well, yeah, it's, it's through a uh, money. It's not the money ball kind money of ball, thing, yeah. but it's do we stats like Liverpool mm. did in the back in the yeah. day. So, Josh McEachran's there. I mean, he was one who was always threatening to yeah. do great things at Chelsea and never quite made it. That's a very bad. He'll score, Abel. Yeah, great name. Yeah, great name. She's got that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we'll just do predictions then for Brentford while we're here. Uh, Luke Thompson, your um, your good feeling as of now. We still a lot of time to go for uh, Brentford versus Wolves. Three 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 three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a slugfest. They will go three nil up. Yeah, and then we'll pull it back and we'll end up drawing three. Oh, put your bets on that. Yes, put your bets on Andy. Are you going for? Oh, I'm that going one? for a two nil win. Two nil win. Yeah, confident two nil win. Yeah, I think it'll be a proper performance. I think Bonatini will get one and Cavalero. Yeah. I, think I won't even put money on that. In our in my game <laughs> we will equalise in the ninety fourth minute John Ruddy. <laughs> <laughs> get your money. Honestly, get your money John Ruddy at the back stick, bullet header. Three in front of the away end as well. Yeah. <laughs> um two one four. Yeah. Just boring game. <laughs> boring game. <laughs> just a generic yeah, yeah. win. A generic win. You know, fair because they both score a goal. Then Wolves just, you know, they're, they're, morally they're the better team. <laughs> <laughs> so they win. So that's the prediction. We're going to end the podcast this week with Twitter Corner. Uh, your chance to send us your questions, Wolves or non-Wolves related. And we will answer them now for the best ones. We're giving away a fancast sticker. Oh, oh. <laughs> God, if you've always thought I'd really like to enter Twitter Corner, but always... <laughs> Held back. Now's your chance. Yes, now's your chance. Um, so we'll start off with uh, Aid. Not an Aid that we know very well on Twitter. A different Aid. Oh, okay. Who says, uh, Nuno would clearly beat Warnock in a fight. And we, we saw the, the little square in Gough as well. It was close, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but which championship manager do you think he would struggle the most against? So if Nuno had to go up against another championship manager and you thought, oh, he's not going to win this one. Can you think of anyone that perhaps he would struggle against? I don't really know who manages nowadays. No. no. Or we'll, we'll, we'll have to extend the question to any manager. Any manager at all, you think, oh, I don't know. Um, Dyche? Would Dyche be in that role? Nah, he's there? all bark and no bite. Dyche, a typical cockney, I know. Um, <laughs> I reckon Dyche would be one of those that you'd throw sand in someone's eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Underhanded tactics. I don't, it's not managing. Pep him. could always handle himself on the pitch back in the day. Yeah, I think he'd fight like a little bitch, though. <laughs> Klopp? Nah. There's got to be someone out there. There's got to be nah. a manager out there that, that properly scares us. You, you think, oh, I'm not, you know, I just wouldn't have the confidence. Like Roy Keane, for example. Ultimately, yeah. you would not yeah. want to just say anything to Roy Keane. 
My mind's just gone blank. I just can't. We'll, yeah, come, we'll come back to Coleman. it. Coleman. <laughs> I reckon Coleman would as well because he was another player who was yeah, yeah. blood and guts. Yeah. You'll, you'll text me later on and go, oh, these three. <laughs> um, Links Wolf, uh, what would be your chosen subject on Mastermind? Championship manager 2001-2002, specialising in Tonton Zala Makoko. <laughs> or Chernow Samba. <laughs> it would be Attitude Era WWE. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, Crystal Maze. <laughs> 94 to 96. <laughs> specialising in costumes worn by presenter. <laughs> um, Adam uh, says cornflakes or shreddies. Both shit. But you have got to pick one. Can I... You've got to edge one. One's got to be edged. Can edge. I pick frosted shreddies? Because they are amazing. And well, they actually do keep longer locked up to, until lunch. <laughs> I eat a bowl of frosted shreddies in the morning and you will not be hungry. Say if you have them at half past seven, you won't be hungry until 12 o'clock. Guarantee. A little tip there. Yeah. Mm. We're all going to try it. So he's not specified whether we can go for a variety of shreddies, but we'll say he can. So frosted shreddies. Frosted, within the shreddies bracket. Yes. Andy. Yeah, I'd go with Shreddies as yeah, well. Yeah, Shreddies. Remember we all when like... Ian Balfam used to do the Shredded Wheat advert? Yes. And he'd just have two big fuck-off Shredded <laughs> Wheat in a bowl, and they were dry as anything. <laughs> really, really dry. Well, that's what a man eats. Yeah, yeah. no milk. A northern man. <laughs> in the morning, have two massive Shredded Wheat. <laughs> um, we're back on a Crystal Maze question. Does that awesome. theme. Um, Pete, uh, Pete B., uh, says now that the Crystal Maze is back on TV, which players would you take on your team and why? Because if you think about Crystal Maze, there's what physical skill, mental mystery. So what what players do you think you know what they do a job? They do a job on Crystal Maze. Mental. I'll take Connor Cody. Yeah, because he's fucking mental. Yeah. <laughs> physical. I'll take Willie Bolly. Yeah. Mystery. He's a bit mysterious about them. Joe Mason, yeah, because he just never talks, does he? <laughs> never talks. I was very mysterious. Yeah, and then you've got um, what was he? Skill, skill, skill. He's well, Helder Costa, Helder Costa, yeah, yeah, on the little skill challenge. Andy, I'd have thought probably Neves for the uh, the skill. Mm. Physical, it's got to be Bolly, hasn't it? Nowhere yeah. else. Yeah. Um, what was the others again? Sorry, um, mystery, mystery. He's what? Mystery. He's a bit mysterious. Who's a bit? Who's a mysterious girl? <laughs> Bright, because you never know which Bright's going to turn up. He's a mystery. And I would take, I'd take Cody just for the shits and giggles. Yeah, yeah. he seems like a laugh. he would be a right yeah. kind of car. And would you make then Cody team captain? Because they always have like a yeah. captain. Yeah. And who would be vice captain? It'll be squad of four. Cody, I'd, myself, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Robert, Robbie Tinsley says uh, so this is a scenario you're planning a daylight bank heist which current Wolves players are you bringing along so it's another kind of team ensemble thing were you taking body for the muscle yeah are you taking Neves for the good looking destruction no we'd all be balaclavered up <laughs> <laughs> do you not want to plant a mole in the bank firstly so people get to know Neves and he scopes that and tells you where to go <laughs> He charms the bank, you know, people love him as a friend, he goes out for no, drinks, like no. that. but the danger is that he gets so attached to them. That he, he's, he thwarts your plan. He, yeah, he's unsure about whether he should go through it. Uh, no, because... And then you say that Barry in the couch um, <laughs> said some things that bind you back, and then you thought, yeah, go on. No, Edwards would do that role, because he's got a very trusting face. Okay. <laughs> so even though he's, about to, he's planning to rob the bank, you'd never believe he's planning to rob the bank. Yeah. 
So then I would take body for the muscle. Um, I'll take Cody just to lighten the mood whilst we're in the transit van on the way to the hoist. You know, because I can imagine it's a very, very tense situation. He would just lighten the mood and, you know, just get your G'd up for the robbery. Yeah. Then I would also take Helder Costa because if you've got to leg it, you just give him a bag and he legs it. So is the scenario here that you go play the Crystal Maze, use the same team to go do a bank heist? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty and, much. Andy, who's your, who's in your team? Um, it's got to be Bolly for the muscle. Yeah, um, I would take Bright because I think I would send him down in the sewer and he can just run. <laughs> just keep running with the money. Like, was it Andy Dufresne? Oh, yeah, the Shawshank Redemption. He can go through the, the miles of shit and get out the other end. And then that's the distraction is that everyone else is going one way, but he's going away with the money to complete Ooh, the other way. And he sort of this. Yeah, never is your distraction because everyone's going to be looking at how beautiful he yeah, is. Yeah. Um, and I think I would take Barry Douglas. He would be Ooh. the getaway driver. Yeah, mm. I like it. It's a nice little, nice little, nice little ensemble there. Uh, Chris Wood says, uh, if Wolves were to tour... The um, Chris Wood. Yeah, the Chris Wood, striker <laughs> and fancast listener. Um, if Wolves were to uh, tour the USA in a pre-season tour, which MLS clubs would you want to want to play? I'm going to let you have two choices. Which two MLS clubs would you like to play? And let's strike off LA Galaxy, because that's just the, the obvious yeah. one. Atlanta United, because I follow... Atlanta United. Are they in the MLS team? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. New this season. Sorry, it's just because they've got United and usually you've got some random second names <laughs> yeah, for yeah. MLS. So Atlanta United and I would also choose Columbus Crew. Very good because mm. he's the one he's actually suggested that name, Columbus Crew. He's got a decent badge as well. Yeah. Andy? Um... Portland seems to be the fancy team at the moment mm-hmm. that all the hipsters are like, yeah. and so we'll, we'll go with Portland. Portland Timbers. Yes. The that, one with the, the carving of the wood yeah. when you score. That, there's two yeah. teams in Portland, but I can't remember the other one. But apparently they're not the hipsters team. So we'll go with the Timbers. And um, but New York City. Yeah. New franchise, yeah. try to steal our badge. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. have them. Who, who were the team? When that video was going around the internet of that guy who looked like you. <laughs> he doesn't look like me. He, he does. He doesn't look he like does. me. He does. He does not. What was the team? That was at Seattle Sounders. Let's it never... was Seattle Sounders, oh. yeah. So I'd swap Columbus crew for Seattle Sounders just so you could meet your American doppelganger. <laughs> because one at either end on yeah. a megaphone. <laughs> yeah, that might be interesting actually, wouldn't yeah. it? I'd go for uh, Colorado Rapids just because I think you could have a little Wolves, ex-Wolves love in there. Um, and, Timber- and and Portland Timberlands because I just want to see that moment where they they carve the wood. Yeah, and then we can like we've said on the podcast before, we can bring little baby wolf cubs. Um, to quickly a couple more. Uh, Phil just says um, on on food best takeaway food and why? What do you go to takeaway food? Probably pizza. Yeah. Domino's. No. Pizza no. Where, pizza you go? Or there's a nice little spot on Just Eat called Funky Grill, oh, okay. which is. Towards Bloxwich Way, but if you live like Wensfieldish, you can. So I'll check it out. Funky Grill, <laughs> little free advertising there. Yeah. Andy. Yeah, I'm with your pizza, and not not a Domino's. I, mm. I like the ones that's just some ropey fella around the corner. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They was putting <laughs> enough cheese on there. Was... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Chinese for me. 
good old classic, classic Chinese. What would you have from the Chinese? See, I'm a really boring man with my Chinese. Chicken chow mein, chips, curry sauce. Oh, Just give me that good and meal, I'm happy. Yeah. Good meal, good meal. Maybe some chicken satay sticks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a starter. Nice. Double, double your chicken. <laughs> um, and I'll have a... If you go to like a, an all-you-can-eat place, the, you know, the duck in the wrap. Oh, the shredded yeah, duck. Shredded yeah, shredded duck is beautiful. Yeah, I'll have a bit of that. Uh, and final question, uh, which obviously we can't have a fan cast without a wrestling question. Uh, so, Andy, I'll go for this one. Luke, you can hazard a guess okay. if you want. Uh, who's going to win in a fight between Willy Bolly and Strowman? It's going to be Willy Bolly, isn't it? Yeah. Especially with all the tensions in America between I've, white I've, and black people at the minute, <laughs> I think. Um, I think Willy Bolly um, is doppelganger, he's Titus O'Neill. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think Titus Worldwide will yeah. um, will be taking over. <laughs> Luke, do you want to hazard a guess on that one? I, I'll just agree with Andy. I yeah, think just agree with him. <laughs> yeah, echoes my, well, my thoughts. Um, Ash Dolan um, is the guy who went to WrestleMania last year and brought a fancast banner, and you could see it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Going on. He's going to SummerSlam, which is tonight, and he's done the same. <laughs> he's got a fancast banner, and he, he sent me a picture on Twitter last night. He's near the front row. So it's a very likely chance we're going to see a fancast logo again. That is mad. At SummerSlam. So, Ash, well, firstly, big thank you for going through the effort to do that for us. And fingers crossed we do see it on telly. Because <laughs> when I saw it? WrestleMania last year, I was like, this is bizarre. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a 100,000 city stadium for WrestleMania. And I keep seeing the fancast logo every, in the first match. It's just incredible. That's mental. Yeah. That so fingers cool. crossed we see that. Um, and that's where we'll leave it. Thank you very much for listening to this week's uh, Wolves Fancast. Thanks to our sponsors, Hill & Smith limited who uh, have provided the new equipment we're using for the first time tonight so uh, make sure you follow uh, find them on hillandsmith.co.uk and thanks to our sponsors opera creative as well if you're looking for a new website or web solution check them out on operacreative.com and also uh, on social media just follow us for your lols and trolls just find us on there just type in walls fancast and you will probably find us uh, somewhere around there and we'll be back next week to look at the game against Brentford. Have we got a midweek game after Brentford? I think it's, it's then the international break. Right, yeah. That's come on, that's come very quickly then. Mm, that international I hate break. the international break. Mm. It's, the worst. it's tedious, isn't it? It's the worst. Especially when we've just got back to playing football. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Fancast episode 300 is coming soon. I feel like you need to have some kind of some sound effect yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just go through all the different mic sound effects. Uh, like, how about... I mean, no one will be able to hear this apart from you guys, but uh, no, apart from me. But let's have. Uh... Oh, jazz duo! You'll hear this later <laughs> on. Uh, what else we got? Um, no, not that one. Uh... Oh, this one's called 1930s Mist. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear it later. There's loads of different ones. You can get those ones where they uh, go um, put your voice really low. Or really high, mm. you know. Can you? Makes you sound like an alien, stuff like that. Stuck on that effect, so you're going to hear it for the rest of the podcast now. Doesn't matter. Anyway, that's all we've got time for this week. Thank you very much for listening, and it's bye from Luke. See you later, guys. Bye from Andy. See ya. And it's bye from me. See you next time. Bye.